0: Growing a successful design business is hard work. There's so much to do and so little time to get it all done, not to mention the
1: actual design work. The good news is that we are here to help. I'm Krista, the WordPress developer and website strategist from KristaRay.co, And I'm Corey, the
0: designer and creative coach from CoreyWoodard.com.
1: In the Get Back to Design podcast, we're gonna share strategies and tools to help streamline and grow your design business, Ditch the code and anything else you don't love, and well, get back to design. Grab
0: a cup of coffee, open that Illustrator file you've been working on, and let's dive in. So, a few weeks ago, we talked to Nisha about marketing your design business. And she had a really great tip that she talked about a little bit that was really just about utilizing Facebook groups to get design clients. And I think at this point, we kind of all know and try to do that as best as we can. However, there is a new problem with this, and that is that there are so so many people trying to get clients in Facebook groups. So it used to be that you could just kind of drop your link whenever someone asked for a designer and you were done, they contacted you, you got a couple of clients, everyone was happy. But now you really have to focus on standing out so you can be more likely to get the clients because let's be honest, In most groups, there are like 500 other designers trying Mm -hmm. to fight for that one or two clients (laughs) out there. So today we are going to get really deep and just talk about how you can stand out a little bit more in Facebook groups and then get some clients from those groups that you're in.
1: I'm excited for this one because I remember, I guess I don't know when maybe last summer, when I wasn't having as many clients kind of come through organically through my website and referrals. And I depended a lot on Facebook groups. And luckily it was easier back then it seems because I was able to get all the clients I needed from Facebook groups. But even for me as a developer now where there's less competition, I'm not getting them as regularly anymore when I comment on a post. It used to be, I don't know, I would would say 50-50 where if I commented I could get that client, but now it is much lower and I know things are even worse for designers because you guys comment, then five minutes later there's 50 other designers that commented with the exact same comment that you had. So like, geez, I'm, I'm excited to see your tips today. It's gonna be helpful for everybody I know and it's definitely needed.
0: Yeah, it's so tricky. I'm glad you talked about that because that's something I've noticed as well just with my own business. It has gotten harder over the last six months to a year to get clients from groups because there are so many people. And what's frustrating, I guess, to me, and this is me kind of getting on my ranty soapbox over here, (laughs) is that I think sometimes we all undercut each other in one way or another to get the clients. Mm -hmm. So people that I have known and been following for a long time, I know they're also just trying to fight for the same clients I'm trying to fight for, but it still doesn't hurt any less when you comment and then 20 minutes later you see a peer that you know very well who says well I'm available to get started now and then 20 minutes later you have someone else who's like well my prices start at and you can do those things but it I think it makes your peers feel icky at least for me I usually feel kind of weird about those kind of comments and i hate leaving those kind of comments even though sometimes i really can get started sooner than some of the other people um, but with the tips that we have today, you are not going to have to be weird and undercut your friends just to get some clients.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I feel awful about that too sometimes. And like, even when I'm in there recommending designers, you're the one I recommend most of the time, obviously, all the time, obviously, really. But if I see like one of my friends or one of the other ladies in our mastermind that have already commented, I'm like, uh, I probably shouldn't, you know, shout out Corey or even someone in our Facebook group, which really expands it a lot. I'm like, well, I'm here to support these ladies. I shouldn't be jumping in after them and recommending someone else. So it's tricky no matter what you're doing and especially when designers are involved because there are a lot of you and you're all amazing. So we'll (laughs) see. We'll see what we get into here.
0: Yep. Okay. So let's go on ahead and just dive in. The first and probably the main tip, and I know Nisha talked about this as well, is to find groups that actually have your ideal clients in them. So I don't know about you or even our listeners, but I know a lot of us are hanging out in groups with like-minded people. So the majority of the Facebook groups I'm in are for creative business owners. There are probably three or four groups that I'm in for designers specifically. So that's great, but your peers might not be your ideal clients. So for example, unless you do design work for other designers, then you're not really getting your name out there in front of the right people if you're only focused on being in groups with other designers. So instead, you really wanna make sure that you're looking for groups that have your ideal clients in them. So one example I have is if you like working with online shop owners, then definitely check out the shop social because that group has a lot of boutique owners and just online shop business owners, those kind of people. And it would be a great group for you to market yourself in. And then if you like working with bloggers, then look for the groups that have all the bloggers in them. You might not want to look for a group that has 50,000 members because that means there are a lot of other people in there. It's harder to stand out. Mm -hmm. But definitely look for those kind of relevant groups. Also, keep in mind that it might take some trial and error. Right now, it seems like everyone out there has their own Facebook group. I have two, the one with you, Krista, and then my own separate group. And there are often a lot of groups where people aren't very active, where there are too many people for it to really be beneficial to you and others. So like I was saying, just don't be afraid to kind of Join a group, check it out, see how helpful you can be for the people in there, and how beneficial it can be to you, and make sure that there are people you actually want to work with in those groups.
1: Yeah, that is such a good one. I'm thinking of a group I'm in right now It has a ton of people in it, and if it wasn't for us having Coded Creative as well, I would have probably left by now, but, like, I used to be in there for my own business, but now looking at that group, like... No, it's a bunch of beginner bloggers. All they want to do is like promote themselves. They're never going to want to dish out even a couple hundred dollars for, you know, website tweaks, let alone if you wanted like someone who wanted a full redesign. So do just be really careful. And it's also easy to fall into the trap of just wanting to be in all those really popular groups. Like I'm thinking of Savvy Business Owners. That one is amazing. But for a lot of us, those aren't the types of groups that are going to be great for getting clients. Maybe they're great for connections, uh, but you want to make sure you're also focused on groups that will be good for clients. I think that's a really good point,
0: especially to not fall into the trap about the popular groups, because you may think, well, if the group has, you know, 20 or 30 or even more thousand people in there, then that will be even better for you and you will be able to find even more clients. But I know I have found that groups with that many people in there, once they hit about 15 to 20,000, it's really even overwhelming for me to be in those groups. So just like to ask questions sometimes. Mm -hmm. So definitely kind of look around and check out the groups with the smaller numbers because I know um, one group in particular where she just hit a smaller um, goal for her group and it is so easy to get help in there. It's nice to have her and other people checking in and um yeah i would say look for groups with smaller people i don't think any of that just made
1: sense it made perfect sense because you're right though because those ones are it's easier to stand out it's easier for people to know you like i'm thinking of our facebook group right now we're just under 300 and you recognize people in there when someone posts you feel like you know that person Um, When someone responds to your post, you know, it's like nice to see a familiar face. So I think it's just easier to stick out in those smaller groups and therefore get clients because they feel like they know who you are, even if it's just like the smallest connection.
0: Yeah, so definitely look for groups that are more focused on who you want to work with instead of just the numbers of how many people are in there. Okay, so once you have found the right groups you wanna be in. The next really good tip I think we can give you is just to be genuinely helpful in those groups. So like I was saying at the beginning of the episode, you really cannot just drop your link in those threads where people are looking for designers and then just leave and never check in again and that work for you. Nowadays you really want to focus on just being helpful on all other posts in the group, that you can at least. So it's good to keep in mind that people are asking questions about their blog, their business, you know, their shop, marketing, all kinds of things in the groups that we're in. So if you know the answer or know someone who might be able to help, you know, the original poster, then comment or tag the expert that you know so you can help out that person who is seeking help.
1: Yeah. Doing stuff like that seriously makes you stand out so much. And I'm thinking back to when I was looking for my VA. I posted in a couple of Facebook groups looking for one and I didn't recognize anyone that commented on my posts. And I actually didn't even use any of them because I was like, I don't know you people. This is weird. Like I went to their websites and wasn't like blown away or anything. Um, So instead, I went on Twitter and found someone that I had been, like, following for a while. So if you can even just make your face known by posting, commenting, being helpful, that is going to be huge when you are finally then able to comment on someone's post looking for a designer. Definitely.
0: This is going to make a really good impression on other members of the group. If you have seen someone show up multiple times, you know, the VA is a really good example. So you've seen this person comment on everything almost that gets posted in this group, and then they're like shouting themselves out because they're willing to help you, then you're like... Hey, I have seen that person a lot. They seem to really care about helping other people. Let me go check out their website and hopefully it be a good fit, you know, from there. But yeah, you definitely want to show up and not just show up, you know, at those convenient times for you. So you can also definitely respond to questions that relate to someone getting design work, like Mm -hmm. throwing your link out there when you can. But if someone has a more specific question about fonts or colors or whatever, then you can also comment and kind of help them out there because then you're also building your expertise and showing the people in the group that, hey, you know design stuff and you are here and ready to help other people Mm
1: -hmm. i have a question that i just thought of um kind of related to this is something that i used to hear a lot is that when someone like is in there asking for you know some some help with their website and this is relevant to us because we're developers and designers that if it's just like a couple minute thing or you know less than a half hour even that you can go like help them for free because then you know they'll know who you are and want to come back to you in the future but I tried this a couple times and then that never happened. Like I even had one person where I jumped in, did about 20 minutes of work on our website and she emailed me like a month later asking for more help and I sent her a quote and she's like, oh no, I can't pay for this right now. I was like, okay, well that totally backfired on me. So do you, what do you, what's your recommendation about like doing work for free if it's small or should you always, you know, quote for it or do you have any thoughts on that? I think that is a
0: really good question and I think nowadays where it seems like people are going to the Facebook groups to get help on technical things. Um, instead of Google, even mm-hmm. that most of us might want to jump in there and comment and help people or offer to go on ahead and just get on their website and do it for them if it's not going to take very long. And honestly, I think it really depends on the person and it might even depend on the group you're actually in offering that kind of help. Yeah. because if you are in a group where people don't have the kind of budget, or they just don't know the value of investing on working with someone, then they might do exactly what you had happened to you. Or I know I have even done the same thing where I thought, well, I'm gonna you know, go out of my way. I have a few minutes here and kind of comment and really get into helping someone troubleshoot something for that same purpose If they would come back to me or other people will see this and it's kind of never turned into anything. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, if you're in a group with, you know, people who are your ideal and your target and you're, kind of doing that in the comments and someone is seeing that you are being really helpful, then they might be more willing to kind of have that turn into paid work. But I think it depends, like I said, on the person and the group that you're in. And two, I would say I wouldn't do it all the time. So I know I got a couple of really small jobs at the beginning of this year that were from Facebook groups. And it was simple stuff that I definitely don't normally offer, but I had the time to do it. And they were willing to pay because I quoted, you know, just a little bit lower. And I was like, hey, I have time, I can do this. And maybe that's another thing that you can try out if anyone is interested in, you know, testing that out. But Yeah, I would say don't do it all the time because then people do expect you Mm -hmm. to do it all the time and do many different things for free after that. But just kind of consider what group you're in and what kind of impression you think it'll make and if it's worth it in the long run.
1: Yeah, I like that. And something else, something you said made me think maybe if... Um, you have to like go off on their website where you're not being visible to other people. If, if it turned into nothing, maybe it's not worth it. But if you can help in the comments like you were saying where other people can come in and see it, maybe that is worth it. Because even if that specific person doesn't turn into more work, other people are seeing you there being helpful like we've been talking about. So that could make it more worth it. Mm -hmm. It definitely depends.
0: And even if you are going to go and log into their website and do some stuff, maybe you can say, you know, I am totally okay doing this for free. If you don't mind, just give me a shout out. um, Mm Because I usually do this for the services that I offer so maybe shout me out if you see someone else needing help with this that might be willing to pay but you have to make sure you phrase it to where they know that you would charge the next person
1: (laughs) yeah yeah for sure not like hey everyone go here for free website work yeah exactly
0: You started your own design business, yay! The creative side of your business, the side where you get to spend your days designing rocks, but everything else, not so much. Maybe your days are starting to run you, and you found yourself not doing nearly as much design work as you'd like to be. Instead, you're trying to stay afloat under an ever-growing to-do list of invoicing, sending contracts, staying organized, scheduling projects, and so much more. You're making money, but you know, if you could just get your business more organized and create a better client experience, then it'll be easier to raise your rates and make running your own design business more enjoyable for you. If you're ready to ditch all of that overwhelm and get back to loving what you do and even looking forward to getting to work in the morning, head to getbacktodesign.co slash coaching and learn about how we can work together one-on-one to streamline and grow your business so you can get back to design. So kind of building off of the last point, you have to be willing to not just show up and be helpful, but show up consistently in the Facebook groups that you're in. So I think everything in business and blogging and just everything in life in general (laughs) is all about consistency. So I think some people, and I've been guilty of this in the past, I will admit, Want to show up and do certain things when it's most convenient or when they are downright desperate um, and then expect everything to work out. And so an example here would be, you know, I'm going to show up in these groups whenever I feel like it, but I'm expecting to get clients all the time. No, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. So if you are trying to build your expertise, book clients, whatever it is, you really want to make sure that you're showing up in one way or another regularly throughout the week, you know, throughout the month, throughout the year. So obviously you can post when you have questions or comment on things you know, to try to get yourself out there and get you some work. But I do think it's a good idea to schedule some time to. St- just show up throughout the week. Mm -hmm. So you can answer questions. You can refer your peers, which I think is a really good thing to do because then they are more likely to refer you if you are constantly sending new work their way. And then, of course, you can pitch your services to anyone who is saying, hey, I need design work. But I think a good rule of thumb is to pick a couple of groups and then maybe set a... Task on your to do list that shows up every day or a couple of times a day to maybe check in for 10 to 15 minutes and just answer questions, you know, be there talking in the group so people can see your face, like you were talking about earlier, and get to know you and will hopefully want to hire you in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that tip of setting aside like time each day. I, I don't do that. And I think a, a trap of there's a couple traps if you don't do that, one, you just don't go in and help people, or two, you just go on Facebook and fall into a black hole and never come out until like tomorrow or something like that. So I like the idea of like literally setting a timer if you if you're anything like me, so you go in, you help your timer goes off, and you get off Facebook and get back to work,
0: yeah, and I think um. My coach that I hired at the beginning of the year had a really good way of doing this. And she said, check in in the morning and check in in the evening. That way you're kind of giving yourself the two main times a day that you can pop in and look for the most recent posts and comment on those things. And then you can move on. Like you don't have to make this take up your whole entire day. And I know that there are so many groups. I have seen some people trying to join our group That have been in like well over a hundred and I just can't imagine how overwhelming that is. (laughs) So that's why I say pick a couple, you know, focus on a couple in one month and then maybe a couple different ones the next month. But you still have to make sure that you're consistently showing up and answering questions and just being there. Yeah, totally agree. So another thing that I think can really help you get more clients from Facebook groups is to get referred. So it's all well and good to go in and drop your own link and promote yourself. But of course, there's always a 100 other people also trying to do that with you. So that usually makes it really hard to stand out because The original poster is probably too overwhelmed to even know where to begin. At least I know I would be. So that is why it is so important to kind of get referred from other people as well, or maybe instead of you dropping your own link. Because just think about it. When someone is referring you, most of the time they're like, hey, Krista is amazing. She did this work and it was absolutely perfect. And here is her website. Go check her out. Like if someone said that about anyone I was considering hiring and then there were like 20 other comments of just those people promoting themselves, Mm -hmm. I would go check out that person who got the referral because I want to know what made her so awesome. Yeah. So I think a good thing you can do here, you don't necessarily have to, but if you don't have this kind of going on already, is to reach out to a friend of yours who is hopefully not in the same field, and then just refer each other when you can. So I know this has definitely worked for me when you have commented and kind of tooted my own horn for me, <laughs> um, when there have been like a lot of other people who commented um, trying to get the word.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like am really intentional about this because I have seen what a difference it makes for me. Like if I have a couple people uh, commenting on a post and shouting me out, you know, people are way more likely to send me an email. So because of that, if I see a post of someone looking for like a designer or a VA, for example, someone I've worked with. I will always stop and shout out the person that I know is amazing just because I know how much it has helped me and I want to pay that forward. So if you start doing that for people you have worked with and know, there's a really good chance they're going to start doing it back and it's definitely worth, you know, a couple seconds of your time every couple days to stop and do that.
0: Yeah, and even if it's too uncomfortable, because I get that it might be kind of awkward to be like, Hey, I casually know you or you know we've worked mm-hmm. together. I'm going to refer you in these Facebook groups. Can you do the same for me? That seems kind of weird unless you're like really close to the person. But if you do it and start doing it often enough, they are going to notice and then naturally they're going to want to pay that back for you, especially if all of the referrals you're giving are turning into work for them. Mhm, for sure. So my last tip here is something that is really simple, but you want to make sure that your website is linked somewhere in your Facebook profile. So when people see you start showing up more often, they're going to see your face. You're like that person where they're like, oh my gosh, they just commented on everything. They're in this group all the time. I have to know more about them probably what they're going to do if you haven't linked to your blog posts or services or just website in general is they are going to go to your profile And this has happened to me many times, particularly with people trying to join our group. If Mm -hmm. I go to your profile and I can't see that you have a business or I can't figure out how to find your website, then I'm just going to move on. You know, I'm going to close your profile and I'm probably going to forget about you until I see you pop up on Facebook again. So you definitely want to make sure that you have your website somewhere. So a lot of people have a Facebook page for their business, but this is not required. So instead, if you don't feel like creating this whole separate thing, it's okay to just have a link in your little intro section that Facebook has as of recording this. I feel like now (laughs) that I've mentioned this in a podcast, they're probably going to go and like delete that whole section now. But just somewhere like in your section where the public can see it. Because I know also me in particular and a lot of other people most people on Facebook really have their profiles locked down. So if I can't see any of your public posts or any of your posts on your profile, then I might not be able to find you unless you do have, you know, the Facebook page link or the link in your intro section.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes it really hard. And I've, like, gone as far as trying to, like, find someone's name on Twitter or Googling it, but that works, like... 5% of the time at the very most. So when you can definitely link your website. I know some people can't, if you're like working a full-time job or something, maybe you can't have your website because You don't want them to know, but if you can, and you have not done it yet, get to it because it is really important.
0: Yeah. And I think you brought up a really good point. Some people will go and try to Google the name. I've done that too. Sometimes Mm -hmm. for people trying to join our group, it's like, I'm sure they have a business. Let me just go find it on Google really quick. Yeah. But you have to remember that there's like 5,000 other people with our names, you know, on the internet right now. So you could go- Google Corey Woodard and find, you know, 5,000 other people, I'm sure. So that's why it's really important to have something somewhere or at least be making that connection in the Facebook groups that you belong to this website so mm-hmm. people kind of know Um but yeah, going back to what I was saying, I totally sidetracked there for a second. We have Googled people, but not everyone is going to do that. Yeah, like, I feel like sure. a lot of people would just be like, oh, you don't have a real business on your Facebook page. Okay, you're not a real person. Let me just mm-hmm. go on to the next thing. So keep that in mind, too. People are not going to hunt you down. Yeah. Especially nowadays when we don't have a lot of time or apparently a lot of attention span. (laughs) So people might just move right on.
1: Yeah, don't bank on people being insane like us. Yeah,
0: no, definitely not. (laughs) So just to kind of recap this episode... Even if it seems impossible, and I know I've been there, sometimes it does, you can still book clients in Facebook groups. It's just all about being intentional and consistent with what you are doing. So the action steps for this episode would be to find one to two groups with your ideal clients and then create a plan for showing up consistently and just being genuinely helpful.
1: Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, past episodes, and more information about the two of us, visit us online at getbacktodesign.co. If
0: you enjoyed today's show, it would mean the world to Krista and I if you take two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available.
1: Now put what you learned into action so you can streamline and grow your business, ditch the code, and get back to design.